Hallelujah, hallelujah. Are you ready for some more word of God? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Are you ready to be infused with the word of God? Are you ready to be infused with power? Hallelujah. Are you ready to be infused with knowledge? Hallelujah. Authority and rule and reign. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The word is here. The word is inside of us. The word is around us. The word is about us. Hallelujah. The word is all around us, Father. And we thank you. We exalt thee, O Lord. Hallelujah. We exalt thee, O Lord, for the word of God. It is beautiful. Hallelujah. It's full of majesty. Hallelujah. Glory and splendor. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We exalt thee, O Lord. We exalt thee. We exalt thee, O Lord. We exalt thee. We exalt thee. O Lord, we exalt thee. We exalt thee. We exalt thee, O Lord. We exalt thee. We exalt thee. We exalt thee, O Lord. We exalt thee. We exalt thee. Allow your heart and mind to realize how great he is. We exalt thee, O Lord. Above our situation, we exalt thee. Above our minds, we exalt thee. Above all sickness, death, and the grave, we exalt thee. For you're greater. You're greater, Lord God. We exalt thee. Hallelujah. Oh, you may be seated if you can. I exalt thee, O oh Lord God. I exalt thee. It's something every time I hear the word of God, the people of God speak the word of God. My spirit bows. My spirit bows. It's a reverence of all the vast greatness that he has and I have the ability to possess that greatness star. this is why I exalt thee things may not look the way that I want it to look but I know someone who's greater than me greater than what this world can offer this is why I exalt thee, O Lord God. To see the beauty in the people of God as the men were reading the word of God. I tell you, women who are married to a man of God, I don't care what natural flaw you see. Minister Al, it supersedes the man of God, the spirit inside of you supersede any flaw that we may see with the natural eye. It's such a greatness, Minister Brian, when you read the word of God, live the word of God. 
possess the word of God. Execute the word of God. Govern yourself in the word of God. Sam, there's no natural flaw that can supersede a man of God. Oh, because when I think about the goodness and how you were created and formed in God's likeness, it causes me not to see the natural flaws. It causes me to fall more in love with you. See, you don't know what it's like to be married to unless you're married to a man of God. Oh, there's peace in your home. It's order in your home. Because his holiness commands order. Everything has to come in line. The children, even your mouth have to come in line. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A man of God. I bow before God's greatness that you decided to give me a man of God. Roberta, a man of God. Miss Flower, a man of God. Dean, a man of God. See, everything starts to come in line. Had all kind of chaos in your home. That's right. In your mind and in your heart. Yeah. And he no respect of person. He definitely has no respect of person. What he do for one? He's already done for Oh, one. a man of God. Yeah. See, y'all don't know what I'm trying to tell y'all what. Uh, but see, this is not even the topic here. But I, when you see, when you see Jesus, <laughs> when you see Jesus, my God, Jana, when you see Jesus, see, it causes me to submit. I'm compelled to submit. I have to submit to a man of God. Hallelujah. He makes everything all right. He makes all well. Even when there's lack in the home, you feel the sense of abundance. Okay. See, y'all don't, oh, really. don't know. You don't really know. I pray your eyes open up even more. I pray your eyes open up even more to know what it's like to be married to a man of God. Hey! <laughs> Woo! Ah, God must want to tell you woman something. <laughs> pray a little harder. Start fasting. Don't accept nothing else except a man of God. Because your life is never going to be right. I don't care how much money is in the home. Still chaos. I got a witness. Money won't do it. It won't. Money won't do it. Money will not do it. Oh, you need a man of God. Ooh. All right. Guess Give you direction. Saturday. 
brings a purpose to the family. Ah, glory to God. The, purpose, the family have no purpose until there's a man of God in the home. Hey, hey. Have no direction. All the men should have stood up on that one. God has order. All the men of God should have stood up on that one. God has order. Right. To have a man All of, the men God. of God should have stood up on Direction, that one. wisdom, insight, vision for the family. He's called to lead. He's called to protect. He's called to see. He is the great watcher. <laughs> Come on now. He is the watcher of the home. But God says, until he get there, come on. He said, I'll be your watchman, Cindy. Oh, <laughs> he said, I'll be your watchman until he get there. I'll be your watchman. I'll be your protector. I'll be your overseer. I'll be your priest. I'll be the come prophet on, of your home. He said, until he get there, I'll be that to you. <laughs> Because there have to be order in the home. Until he get there, I'll be that to you. Come on, teacher. So the woman who are not married to a man of God, and you're saved, you still have order. Because you're connected to the creator. He is the high priest. He is your banner. He is the watchman over your soul. He is the captain of your soul. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He wouldn't have you to live in chaos. He said, I bring order. Come on, teacher. Until the man of God become the man of God, I'll be there. <laughs> he don't want you without. He have you to be complete. Hallelujah. He have you to be complete. He's saying, how you doing today? How you feeling? Woo. How was your day? He is a lover of your soul. Hallelujah. Come on, teacher. Glory to God. A man of God, I pray that your eyes open to see God's glory that's yet to be revealed. Hallelujah. Know how to really reverence a man of God. <laughs> Do some things you never did before. Come out of yourself. Hallelujah. <laughs> Come out of your comfort zone. Learn to serve. <laughs> Hallelujah. Teacher. Glory to God. Don't forget, he got to know how to wield that sword. Amen. He's he cannot become a man of God except he know how to wield, wield the sword. sword. It's not his until he become a man of God. That's right. You got to learn how <laughs> to wield Otherwise, you're just thing. speaking it. <laughs> but you can't handle it, nor can you hold it. Got to know. A man of God is a man of God. He has qualified himself, not before you, but before just, the Father. Glory just, to God. I just want to come and stand by you. Hallelujah. That's all right. At any time, on, <laughs> you know I'll move thing. out the way. I may act like I want to buck and talk, but I know my position. <laughs> stand down, woman of God. <laughs> I know we got a lot of strong women, but stand down, woman of God. Women. Stand a down. lot of strong women. <laughs> Hallelujah. I think every woman in here is strong. Lord to God. My God. Oh, let's get into the message. We're already there, but let's give, get into what God has Come on. 
given to us. He's given me a topic to teach on, which is restoration of power, authority, and strength. Oh, good God. Restoration of power, authority, and strength. He's returning you back to your former owner. Your former place and your former condition. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> Restoration of power, authority, and strength. But I have a few questions to ask you first of all. I need to ask you, what excites you the most? What excites you the most? For some people, nothing. That's exciting. That's exciting to do nothing. <laughs> For some people, it's sports. Some people, it's games, playing the games on TV. Some, some people, it's music. Not even godly music, but it's music. What excites you the most? Just something for you to really think about and really be truthful with yourself. What excites me the most? Roberta, like, she's shaking it. Why is she trying to come from me? I'm on the last row. That means I don't want to be bothered. We see you. All the way in the back, near the exit door. What excites us the most? And for us to be believers, it should be the word. Should be. But it's not. Not for most of us. It should be the word of God that excites us. Because you're born in his image. And this is what we should respond to most excited. What signs are you seeking for? You're seeking for a sign. You're seeking for something. He said, but what you should be seeking for, and for the believer, the sign is his word. Amen. But we're seeking for miracles. We're seeking for signs and wonders. Mm -hmm. We're seeking for a show. Didn't he, say that, didn't he say those signs and wonders will follow them that believe? And he not only said it past, but he said those who seek a sign are a a perverted generation. That's right. He was talking to the Jewish people. That's what they were seeking. But we're seeking signs, wonders. We're not seeking the, the face of God, but the ways of God. He said the believer, for the believer, the word should be your sign. The word should be your son. But what we're seeking is for those who are dead to be raised. He said, this is really elementary. As a believer, you ought to be seeking the word. Okay. See, how we don't get excited because you know why? Because the spirit of fallacy. You're not excited when you hear the word. and You're always ready to go. You're tired. You're hungry. Everything else. You know why? Because of the spirit of fallacy. 
is in the church. Your natural way of thinking, knowledge, your knowledge is flawed. Because it's not tempered by love. <laughs> We're trying to connect with God, but through the spirit of fallacy. That would be a whole different teaching already. I'm not going to go into the spirit of fallacy because it's not the topic, but that is another teaching at another time. But this is why we can't experience his power, authority, and we can't experience his strength because we lack intimacy. We lack intimacy with God. You have it with people, things, and places, and events. You have intimacy with things, people, places, and events, but not God. He said, this is why you're, see, we're reading all kinds of books. We, we, you know, we're going to different places and conferences trying to hear something different. Here's something that feeds our feelings. And feeding your feeling creates the atmosphere for the spirit of fallacy. This is in the, the charismatic church. Feelings. Got to have a song. Got to hear a certain word. And it feeds your feelings, which creates an atmosphere for the spirit of fallacy. Flawed knowledge, then, you be begin to receive. And this prevents you from having a legitimate, intimate relationship with God. But we think we do because of our feelings. And we're crying and we're falling out because of our feelings. Restoration of power, authority, and strength is what we're talking about. <laughs> See, true knowledge of the true word, it ignites us to really have a fear for God. ignites a fear for God, true knowledge of God. Being aware of God's existence isn't sufficient enough. The knowledge of God must encompass deep appreciation for God. See, you deeply appreciate when someone gives you something and he has given you that life. See, but because you don't have a real intimate relationship with them you get tired of them you get tired of them talking you just decide you can do what you want to do when you want to do it when it comes to God because you can't seem to appreciate your relationship with God what he has provided for you we can't seem to be encompassed with Deep appreciation encompassed with, overtaken with deep appreciation. How many of us can really say that you have a deep appreciation for God? 
Amen. I mean, for the ones and I'm thinking about them working on it, keep your hand down, please, because God, God really knows. He really knows. And the reason that some of us don't is because of this spirit of fallacy. The body of Christ, the majority of the body of Christ is no longer expecting God. They're not expecting God. They have no expectation from God. I'm just going to give you some highlights because I can't, I, this, the sake of time, I'm just not, just know that if this is you in these areas, Lord God, I need, I, we, we need to talk. Amen? We need to talk. You and God. We're not purified enough to see in the supernatural dimension. We're trying to see and pierce us into a dimension that called, that is, that's only able to be entered through by pure love for your creator and a deep appreciation for him to pierce through another dimension from the natural to the supernatural. We're not pure enough to see in that dimension. We have too much in our spirit that's not like God so we can't see God. We need our minds renewed and our spiritual senses restored. We need our minds renewed and our spiritual senses restored. Our spiritual reasoning and intellect needs to be restored. If these are restored, then we can regain our power, our authority, and our strength back. Do you want it back? Do you really want God's power, his authority, and his strength, not your strength. This is why it's so difficult, because you're trying to work in your strength, in your power. He said, but because there is something that is not like me in your spirit, you cannot pierce through the supernatural. So you come to church, you read the word. See, you're here, you're at service, you're tired, but still... I can't seem to go in that dimension where God is. The intimacy with him. The true knowledge. The true knowledge. Not your knowledge. The true knowledge. The mysteries. The treasures of the word of God. Wow. Now if we're able to do that, we will... Result in living a life that God intended for us to live. Dominating, subduing things on the earth and ruling and reigning over spiritual darkness. This will be actually a true statement. Because you're back in your former position place with God. You, you're now back to your proper owner. Let's just quickly talk about some of our spiritual senses. They're all in the book of Hebrews. Hebrews 5.14 quickly. But solid food is for the mature who because of practice 
have their senses trained to discern good and evil. This is your nourishment. He says here, solid food is for your nourishment, for you to be able to really maneuver and work the word in your life. He said, because you practice this, your senses are trained. Your spiritual senses are trained to discern what's God and what's not God. Why you should stop what you're doing or why you should start something that you're not doing. But in your own eyes, I'm doing what I want to do and I stop when I get ready. Not seeing the danger of this. This is a heavy one for me, though. Who, because of practice. See, we're not practicing the word of God enough. You try one day, and then a whole month go past, you wonder why things are not working. Because you haven't put the word of God in practice. You have a situation to where you need to implement the word of God, but you fail to do it. You fold into your feelings and your five natural senses. And we fail most miserably. Hebrew 11.1, 1, here's talking about sight. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for. The conviction of things not seen. The conviction, it convicts you. It convicts your mind that this is what God says that it is. It convicts your natural sight that what you see is not true. Oh, see, so y'all ain't hearing me. Faith brings conviction to your natural sight. Oh, no, y'all ain't with me. You, ain't, you refuse to be with me. It brings for what you see that's not working out right. The word of God, faith brings conviction to your natural sight to see what it's not that it is. We're talking about our spiritual senses here. Hebrews 3, 7. Therefore, just as the Holy Spirit says, today if you hear his voice, as the Spirit says, he's speaking. So when you try to do something that you know is not God, the Holy Spirit says, if you can hear my voice. He's saying that because sin has come and tried to tempt you. And the voice of the Holy Spirit is saying, if you can hear my voice. Oh, oh see, now y'all, okay, okay. Saying that you still have a choice to do right or wrong. If you can hear, if you can receive my voice is what he's saying. Because you can hear it. But if you receive my voice. You'll overtake whatever this thing is that's trying to overtake you if you receive my voice. Amen. Hebrews 13.9. Do not be carried away by varied and strange teachings. For it is good for the heart to be strengthened by grace, not by foods. Through which those who were so occupied were not benefited. Taste the word. This is the sense of your taste we're talking about. Hebrews um, 4.16, therefore let us draw near with confidence 
to the throne of grace so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. This deals with touch. Draw near to come and touch, to be in the present. See, therefore let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace. This is inferred touch. You'll find grace to help you in time of need. He said, come and, and get in contact with the word of God. Touch the word. Oh, see, y'all ain't. Oh, okay. All right. Let's just go ahead to our foundation scripture because we're going to work the word and we're going to work you. Amen. Psalms 23. Now, pastor never knows what I'm teaching. When he went to Psalms 23, I was, I was, I couldn't say a word. I'm just going to hold everything here. I'm just going to hold it down because he went to Psalms 23 and God is just moving. If you guys can hear and see. Amen. Psalms 23, uh, verse 1 through 6, complete Jewish Bible. Amen. This is a Psalm of David. Adonai is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He has me lie down in grassy pastures. He leads me by quiet water. He restores my inner person. He guides me in right paths for the sake of his own name. Even if I pass through death-dark ravines, I will fear no disaster. For you are with me. Your rod and staff reassure me. You prepare a table for me, even as my enemies watch. You anoint my head with oil from an overflowing cup. Glory to God. <laughs> Goodness and grace will pursue me every day of my life, and I will live in the house of Adonai for years and years to come. Hear me. I know you all have heard Psalms 23, but it's one thing to hear the voice of the written word. Amen? Adonai is my shepherd. See, we're not connected to who he really is to you. He is my overseer. He watches over my entire life. See, he created me and he watches over his creation. And he protects his creation and he ensures no danger overtakes them. He is my shepherd. This is why I lack nothing. Because the one created me, he protects me, and he provides for me. He is my overseer of my life. He lies me down in that grassy pasture. What is that grassy pasture? The grassy pasture here is not regular grass. Now it's what we know grass to be. It was when God first created the grass. This was when grass was first created. No contamination, no toxin, nothing dangerous, and you could eat it when he first created grass. This is why he says the grassy pastures. We're, we're, talking, we're talking heaven grass. We're not talking the earthly grass. 
He said, what he provides for you, it is void of impurities. The word of God that you feed, see y'all, the heavenly food, y'all. He leads me beside quiet waters. He leads me to a place of peace. Because he's my shepherd. He's the overseer of my life. And he restores my inner person, which means he returned me back to life. Stop. He returns you back to life when things didn't work out. And you're thinking, you know, you're going crazy and what's going on in my life. He returns you back to your original state of life, of your new birth. When you don't feel like you have any energy and, and life is just worn you down, he said, I'm going to return you back to life, Cindy. I'm returning you back to your praise. I'm returning you back to your pure worship. I'm returning you back to your creator. He said, I am going to restore your inner person. Your soul. He said, I'm going to restore your mind, your intellect, your reasoning. Because all that been off, I'm going to return you back to life. When I created man, I'm going to return you back to the beginning of creation. He said, then I'm going to guide you in the right path. He said, then I'm going to guide you back to me. See, when he said, I'm guiding you to righteousness and righteousness, he guides you back to himself. Even though I walk through the depth of the dark ravines, he says, even though there's a cast of darkness in your life, Worry. This is what he's talking about. He's not talking about death itself because when you go through situations, it feels almost like death to you. He said, because of all your worries, he said, I'm going to lead you away from and don't fear any darkness. He said, or worry or fret of fear. He said, because I will guide and lead you with my staff. He said, because I see the wolves. And I am your protector. See, what we're not realizing is that it's the enemy. He says, this is his staff is not for you, but it's for the wolves. I will fear no disaster. No bills, no financial state, no sickness, he says. For you are with me. For you are with God. For you are with Adonai, your creator, he says. You are with me. Oh, my God. Your rod and your staff, it reassures me that I know everything is working out for my good. You prepare a table for me. He said, and table, and really, in Hebrew, is that feast. He said, you prepare a feast for me. Even as my enemy watch. And you anoint my head with oil from overflowing cup. So he says, I anoint you now with all prosperity. Everything that you need and want. I anoint you. This is what the oil is, the overflow. He said, and now I'm going to anoint you with abundance. Are you ready for the abundance of God? Goodness and grace will pursue me. It's coming after me. The ability to do what I can't do now is uplifting me. Oh, Y'all ain't ready. You ain't ready for what the word of God wants to do in your life. I will live in the house of Adonai for years and years and years to come. See, 
God says this about uh, the darkness, right? As you walk through the shadows of death. See, a friend can walk with you. Matter of fact, stop him. Whitney. In this case, Whitney, you're God. Star, you're my friend. I'm going through some things. You're walking with me. You're talking with me. You, you're telling me things going to be good. God, so you're walking with me. You're talking with me. And you, you, you're holding me. You're hugging me. You're telling me things going to be all right. But then you can't go no further. You've given out all what you can give out as a human. And now where I'm going to enter, only God can take me. Only God can take me now through the shadows of death. And only he can take me now through all what I'm going through. All the dark days and the shadows and oppression and depression and every sin and every, every evil, vile thoughts and all the tricks of the enemy. Only God can walk with me now. He said, your friend could go as far as she can go, but she can't walk with you no more. Because the place that you're going, I have to walk and take over. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. There is a place. He says, he said, because I am the good friend. He says, now the good friend comes and walk and go places that your friend can't go with you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. There's places that not even your mother can go with you. This is why he says, lo, you, you die. I'm low. I'm there with you. He's always with us. See, as much as you love someone, they pass away. You want to, you want to love and you want to still be with them, don't you? But see, this door is closed. Only the good friend can go to y'all. Mm -mm -mm -mm. That's how I felt when my mother died. I wanted to still be with her. I still wanted to walk with her. But this place you can't go. There's some places that your wife won't be able to go with you. God, God, God says this walk is with me and you. Oh, oh God, I thank you. Let's go to our supporting scripture here. Jeremiah 33, 1 through 9. New Living Translation. Jeremiah 33, 1 through 9. Yeah. <laughs> Word is good, y'all. Oh Word is good. While Jeremiah was still confined in the courtyard of the guard, the Lord gave him the second message. This is what the Lord says, the Lord who made the earth, who formed and established it, whose name is the Lord. Ask me. And I will tell you remarkable secrets you do not know about things to come. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. You have torn down the houses of this city and even the king's palace to get materials to strengthen the walls against the siege ramps and swords of the enemy. 
you expect to fight the Babylonians. Hallelujah, Jesus. Go ahead. <laughs> but the men of this city are already as good as dead. Come on. But I have determined to destroy them in my terrible anger. I have abandoned them because of all their wickedness. Nevertheless, the time will come when I will heal Jerusalem's wounds and give it prosperity and true peace. I will restore the fortunes of Judah and Israel and rebuild their towns. I will cleanse them of their sins against me and forgive all their sins of rebellion. Then this city will bring me joy, glory, and honor before all the nations of the earth. The people of the world will see all the good I do for my people, and they will tremble with awe at the peace and prosperity I provide for them. God says he wants to restore you, restoration, and your power, authority, and strength. He said, this is going to be true peace. True peace. Bring you to a place where now having the mind of Christ, living a real reality of a successful life, not what you keep hoping for, but what you're actually living. Amen? He said, now... This peace and prosperity are going to have you in awe and trembling. Because how he's going to cleanse you and restore you and build you back up, restore you. The body of Christ is in a, a dire need of restoration. And for those who were, would return back to God willingly, he said, I'm going to restore your peace, your prosperity. But until that happens, the in-between is that we must acknowledge what's going on in our brain. I want to talk briefly about the adversary, brain trauma, and healing. This all has to happen before the restoration. The adversary, what kind of attacks are we experiencing in this season by the adversary and why? You need to ask yourself, what type of attacks am I experiencing and why in this season? Just something to think about. We're focused on people and we're missing the very source that's trying to take our life. We're focused on people, what they're doing, what they're not doing, and we're missing or thinking that they're the enemy and we're missing the very source that's trying to take our lives. We are to demand that the enemy stand back. We have not been more aggressive in challenging the enemy. We've been very lackadaisical when it comes to the enemy, like he just doesn't exist. It's high time now that we speak what God speaks over our lives, and when the enemy comes to your home or trying to infiltrate your thoughts, you need to respond to him the way that God responds to him. Amen. See, but if we don't think God's real, we sure don't think that, that, that the enemy is real. Paralysis. We're experiencing, the body of Christ, some of us, paralysis on our brain. On one side of the body is an indication that there's a brain trauma when you are 
matter of fact, you get an accident or you have a stroke, you have one part of your body working, the other part not. Right side, we know, is talents and gifts, right? You're creative, right? Your memory of colors, names, and faces. Left side, reason, knowledge. And when it's time to think critical and to remember speeches and reasoning, that is on your left side. The body of Christ has become overall right brain thinkers. Tolerating anything in the church. Hear me when I speak about paralysis. The left side of your brain is not working. Paralyzed. We're right side thinkers. We're trying to live off our gifts and talents. Lift, living off our anointing, gifts and talents. Having no reasoning. Can't seem to remember. See, you remember on your left. Don't remember God. Don't remember what he's done for you. Left side, paralysis. God can take your mind back to its original state, but only through a purified life will it ever happen. How do you know if your authority has been paralyzed. Or something the enemy will keep you. See, what he does, the enemy keep replaying negative things in your mind. He keep replaying your past. This is to paralyze the left side of your brain. He keep doing this to wear you down and to weaken you then you feel less and less and less to fight. Thus you give up. Paralyzed. Now I can, I'm just coming to church. I can sing, worship, prophesy, do all what talents that we have. But there's no reasoning in what I'm doing. Because I'm operating through my gifts. We have to learn to ignore the repeat feelings that the enemy try to give you. They're feelings. Then he wants to create a thought. So what the enemy does, in some ways, is rewire your thinking. <laughs> he creates new path in your brain structure. By repeating, repeating what is not of God, your past, this is not going to change. They're this way. Keep repeating, repeating. And when you, you keep receiving it and you don't quickly implement the word of God, it now creates a new path in your brain structure. And it becomes now in your subconscious. And this is how I think now. Okay. Right now, this is what's happening with us. This is why we can't worship. This is why we're not intimate with God because we can't remember who he is. We don't remember his greatness, his goodness, his mercy, his loving kindness because I'm now on the side of things in color, faces, name, fun stuff, creativity, gifts. 
So, Pastor C, I said, so I'm not worshiping. I really am not connected to God. And I'm kind of saying the words of God. But I, he's not in my heart because I'm not reasoning. I'm not reasoning. This is just automatic conversation. I'm not reasoning. Because the, the left side of my brain has been paralyzed by the enemy. That keep replaying thoughts. What didn't work in my life? What's still not working in my life? And that's what we hear. And that's what we hear. And that's what we hear. And then when things become in your subconscious, I spoke about last Sunday, it becomes a permanent part of your way of thinking. And so it's impossible to think any different unless you now rewire your thinking. I now have to get it out of my subconscious. And this says it takes anywhere for about 21 days, like when you go on a fast. A true fast. A true fast. Amen? It's not about food, but it's about food, the word of God. What I'm digesting, what I'm receiving and conceiving and actually giving birth to. God is living inside of you, and you can't do what's right. That sounds wrong, doesn't it? <laughs> God is living inside of you, and I can't do what's right. If that's true, Pastor, if he's living inside of me, and I can't do what's right, what's wrong? It's your mind. He can still be living in Saudi, but it's your mind. This is why I can't do what's right. Except today that some of us, our mind needs to be healed. Glory to God. Got one honest, on one honest verse, two, three, can I get four? Our minds need to be healed because the adversary attacked you when you was in your mother's womb. He has a plan for you just like God has one. But his is obviously not good. And he does have an expected end as well for you. Death. The mind can't be healed because we don't want responsibility. For our mind. You have to have a responsibility for your mind. You have a responsibility for your mind. You have the responsibility for your mind. It is how we feed them. You have a responsibility. It's like you have a child. You have a responsibility to, to nurture, to care for, to feed, provide shelter for that child. You have a responsibility for your mind. Okay. But if you can keep allowing your mind to lay waste. So do you want to be healed today, your mind? Delivered and made whole for real? Well, if you want to do that, then you're going to have to help others first to be loose. And to be delivered. Amen. Start praying for other people healing. For those who want mercy, you must first show mercy.
It's time to get your mind out of bondage. It's time to get your mind out of bondage. You're not free when you want to be. You're free when you're free. Because how long you been wanting to be free? I'm just going to prove the statement I just said. How long you been wanting to be free and you're not free? <laughs> you're not free because you want to be free. You're free when you're free. <laughs> I come against every hex, every vex, every divination. I come against every witchcraft, every warlock. I come against depression, oppression. I come against every mind that will be confused. I come against the adversary and what he has tried to place on your mind. From your childhood, I come against every generational curse. I come against depression. I come against suicidal spirit. I come against the spirit of fallacy. I come against every dark spirit that has been trying to take a hold of your mind. I come in the name of Jesus to appropriate the blood of Christ on the mind of God's people. This is a very serious situation. I come against every addiction, every abuse, every sexual abuse. I come against everything that has been done to you in your childhood, in your adulthood, in your adolescenthood. I come against everything that has been trying to stop your forward motion through your mind. And I pray that the mind of Christ rule and abide inside of you richly so that you can dominate, you can subdue in the earth. I come against those dark spirits that have been whispering to you. And whispering to your loved ones. I will the word of God. Against the adversary. And what he's been doing in your life. And creating havoc in your life. I come against every addiction. Amen. I pierce through darkness. And I speak the light of the word of God. Lord. I speak deliverance in the souls of your inner man. I speak that you're whole. I speak that you're free. I speak that God and all what he has for you successfully, that you are a child of God. I speak that you can live righteous because his spirit resides in you. I thank you, Lord God, that her mind is set free. And everyone else in this place whose mind has been oppressed and influenced by darkness. I speak that the brain will work probably on the left side and the right side. I speak healing in the brains of your people, the mind of your people. I call them out of bondage and the hand of the adversary. Pray that delivered, set free, and made whole in the presence of you, God. That your word will permeate their souls and their minds, their intellect, their reasoning. I pray that the spirit of truth abides mightily in your vessels. Pray that your kingdom come and your will be done. Every sickness, every foul spirit, I send it back to the dry place. 
que Dios no corra baba si que Dios carios ni corobosia we exalt thee O Lord I said the corobosia we don't glorify the enemy but we recognize the enemy and we recognize his works carios te corobosia I reclaim your future and your purpose in your destiny. Where you may be scarred and overlooked and mistreated. Speak purpose in you and a desire and excitement for the word of God again. Korobasi, 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 korobasi. Hey, Galiasoto, I silence the enemy over your life and over your children's life. I speak greatness, woman of God. Hey, so korobasi, the anointing of God, the oil of God to flow in your life. I reclaim in the name of Jesus your purpose and your destiny. I snatch it out of the hands of the enemy and I brought it in your belly. So it shall flow as rivers of water. And you speak the word of God with love and excitement. And the love of God abound towards you mightily in the name of Jesus. Heal, Lord God, those scars we can't see. Bring about deliverance, Father. Bring her to a place, Father, that's higher than herself and higher than her path. I thank you, Lord God, you went out on her behalf already. And you brought her to an expected end. Because you are the author and the finish of her faith. I love my daughter. Every shackle. Every chain be broken. No moment held back. Walk freely. In the love of God. In the happiness of God. The beauty of God. Just receive his love. No one can love you like he does. This is why he said, I give you another mother. I give you another father. Then he also said, Who is my mother? Except the one that do the will of the father. Forgive all. Erase all. Walk in love. See the dynamic working miracles of the word in your life. Live again. He said, I'm restoring you back to your power, authority, and your strength. I'm returning you to your former owner. I'm returning you back to your former place. I'm returning you back to your former condition, which is the image of me. Hey, so do it. The word is in you, bird. I say, I'm calling it up. I see I'm commanding the 
enemy to lock, unlock every chain he has on you. Gorobosia. I'm calling you to come forth. I say, Gorobosia. Hey, Lord, I see ya. Oh, we bless you. Just receive the word of Asia. It's not about falling out, people of God. It's not about crying. It's about receiving the word of God. Then grab the word of God is able to change your life and redirect your soul, your mind, your intellect, your way of thinking. I caught up every circuit that's trying to replay your past. sever every transmission of communication that's from the dark places and I call about peace, God rest in place by his still waters they go to worship God has you in a whirlwind of his spirit. There's no one else can take you where he gotta take you. He has you in the whirlwind of his spirit. There's no one else can bring you back except the Spirit of God. He says, Come to me. Come to me. Come out. Come out. This is how we resist the enemy and his thought. He says, Come out. Not about coming out of sin, but come out of your way of thinking. Come. want to establish you and his success and his beauty as pastor was saying he wants to establish you in his beauty he wants to give you beautiful ashes for your ashes he wants to give you beauty a lot of our minds have been thinking right we've been experiencing spiritual paralysis Come up if that's you. Or someone you know, come up, stand in the gap. All just open for prayer. For your worship. Ties and offering. 